thing. Yo, what is up, all of you podcast listeners? Welcome to another episode of the Brent Mukai Podcast. It's me, your host, Brent Mukai, voice actor, improv trainer, entertainer. Ooh, what's going on, peoples? You sweet, sweet mukuleles out there, all of you League of Extraordinary Brentmen, all you Brentimist primes, you eternal Brentimists. How are you all doing? I hope well. How am I doing, you ask? Well... Uh, I, I I am late to the podcast today, uh, which, which honestly, I'm like 10 minutes late. You know, Gossamer Goddess is saying in chat, I shouldn't be so hard on myself. And I'm not. I think it's the it's the combo double whammy that it's like I'm late on a day that I've already changed the time that I normally stream. So I'm just like, oh, I feel e- I, it's like I set a new time just so that I can. <laughs> not achieve it that's like the that's the part that that to me is like oof 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 aloofa you know but you know uh had some stuff going on um how do i how do i talk about this um met a guy like uh uh i don't know why i said that like (laughs) like it was gonna be a sexual met a guy great eyes um uh just phenomenal lay you know i don't know why i went in with that energy i met this dude i met this dude a real cool guy and um this is the accountability guy that i talked about on i don't know four or five podcasts ago i talked about the the guy who who i went to go watch his speech about accountability and how all of that matters and you know his his whole um what is it his his uh culture of accountability and it really got me you know it, it got me thinking i told him afterwards like really cool i went in to teach this class um sounds like you're hitting for the home team now <laughs> if only oh my girl would not appreciate that if i if i if i cheated on her with anyone um <laughs> with anyone dude or girl oh but anyways um yeah he took me out to dinner after the uh him and his girl took me out to dinner after the uh uh speech and it was just a good time and then he said he's He's interested in getting into voiceover. So I said the same thing. I will say, you know, let me know. Let me know if you're interested. And then he was like, no, I'm actually really interested. He's got a very unique, very interesting voice. And um, he's like, my whole life, everybody's told me, like, I got this interesting voice. And it's like, I, I should should do something with it. Um, uh, So i told him what i tell usually everybody let me know if i can help you out and he hit me up and he's like yeah man i want to i want to get together i'd love to know like if my voice actually if you think my voice could actually you know do something like if if you if you you know if you believe that uh i could i could actually be a shot at this you know don't want to feel a woman scorn can be mean yeah yeah i'm not i'm not a cheating type of man i ain't that dude i'm i'm 
I'm going to lay it out all even. I'm going to tear off the Band-Aid even when I don't want to, you know. I, I, I'm not I'm not the dude who's going to cheat. I mean, j- let me tangent off just a minute. I, ju- I just, I, I, at least as far as I think and as far as I know, I, 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 I don't like... I get how you can have a moment of weakness, but it's if it's like if it's a continuous cheating thing, I'm like at some point I just feel way too like I couldn't handle all of that inside of me, and I'd have to tell the person, I'd have to fucking tell the person, look, this just isn't working out, and I want to end it. Boom, you know. That's which is which sucks, but you know, that is what that is. Anyways, back on track. So I, so I met up with this dude, um, real cool fucking guy. Just, I mean, just, a, I don't even know how to explain it. He, he created like an app. Um, it, it's, it's about to be huge. Like this guy is, is like big bananas and I'd help him out honestly, even if he was not big bananas, but I think he, I, low key, he's low key about it, but he's like, he's pretty big bananas. And, um, yeah, I, I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll help show you everything that I know. I'll, I'll tell you everything that I know. So here it is. Um, my hubby works with almost all girls and it doesn't bother me. They'd call late and be all like your wife going to get mad and I'd not care. <laughs> That's a little insurance. That's good insurance, dude. That's good trust, too. It's good trust. It's it's just healthy. You know, like I I remember in like the in like the uh uh dating profile app, there's like a question like if your significant other's ex came to town and they wanted to hang out with them, would you let them? And I was like why the fuck would I not? They're an ex. Also, I happen to be with this person right now. Like, why the fuck should I care? Why can't two people be friends? If you tell me that it's okay, then I'm going to believe that things are okay. I'm trusting. I'm trusting. And that gets me into trouble a lot of times. But I think that I think that the much worse thing is to become jaded and then not trust anybody. Because I think that if you if you... If you decide not to trust certain people, that's a slippery slope to going down. Like, not not trust certain people, but if you, like it's a slippery slope to to be untrustworthy. Like, not untrustworthy. It's a slippery slope to not trust things and to be, become jaded. You know, like that. It's it's very easy to become jaded. It's very easy to like. Do all that in my opinion like I've seen a lot of people who, who become very jaded to me it's like if I I'm just going to trust and give my trust to this person even though I could get potentially hurt by them but that risk is better to me than becoming somebody who doesn't trust anybody does that make sense the risk of of my trust being betrayed by somebody is better than me saying, Hey, I don't trust anybody. I'm dropping gems right now. <laughs> yeah. He's a good guy. He comes home. He's good to me and awesome with our son. I couldn't ask for more. Well, that's cool, dude. Gossamer God. It sounds like you got the, it sounds like you got a good guy. 
It sounds like you got a good guy and he's what you're looking for, bang, and you appreciate him. So that's cool. You know, I, 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 and this is a smooth transition. I, I really appreciate uh, the girl that I'm with right now. I'm really appreciating her. She makes me laugh. She makes me uh, smile. She she will send a little text during the day that makes me that makes me smile and we'll check in every once in a while and just be like, hey, yo, you know, and uh, and at the same time, we're not like overly like, oh, I got to talk to you every single second of the day, you know. Yeah, you be the best you you can be. Move on if it doesn't work out, but don't let anyone take your shine. Don't let anyone take your shine. That's exactly it. I'm a sunny inferno, motherfuckers. I'm a sunny inferno. You can't take this shine. You can try. You can try to take some of the light source coming out of every part of my being, but you won't succeed. That is so cheesy but cute at the same time. That's me. Yeah, that's me. Cute and cheesy. Cheesy and cute. Yeah, I'm a big lame asshole. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing I think a lot of people don't really get. It's just like... um, I, The reason why I talk so much shit about myself a lot of times is because I'm just counterbalancing all of, like, the the... <laughs> The funny shit, confidence-wise, that I say about myself. Because it's, like, it's not fun if, like, a guy is just standing there just always being, like, Oh, yeah, that's me, cheesy and cute. I'm just a cool dude. I'm just fucking cool as fucking. Oh, man, look at me, right? Oh, man, I'm... You know, I say stuff like, Oh, I'm I'm hot as fuck. I'm a steal, you know? So, like, to counterbalance it in my brain, I need to a lot of times be like willing to admit my flaws and willing to admit like you know as much fun as i have it as much as as much as i'm doing i'm still just some asshole i'm just still some dude i mean we're all just some dude and i i, I don't i call girls dude i call my girl dude i say dude to her all the time it's not it's not a sexual thing i just want to preface that because some girls are like why are you calling me dude you know what Though, I feel like dude has become, like, a part of the ethos. I remember back in the day, I remember, like, five, six years ago, a bunch of girls would be like, why are you calling me dude? I'm not a guy. And I'd be like, I just call everybody dude. But I feel like now it's, like, a part of the ethos that, like, oh, girls are just dudes. Also, we can all be dudes. Like, we're just dudes. But, yeah, I'm just some dude. The same as all of us. We're all just some dudes, so... We're living life. We're, we're learning. We're doing our thing. I've, uh, I think I, I talked about it last week. I've, I've started swimming again, um, and I'm I I'm down a couple pounds, so that's fucking cool. Um, I keep not wanting to go swim every morning. I just don't want to fucking go swim. I don't want to work out. I don't want to do anything. I keep saying I'm gonna push it back to later, and and then. Um, but I, I've been persevering, and I didn't do it Monday, and I'm upset at myself, but I've been persevering, and I just got to get it to a point where it's it's a part of me. Nerdy Diva Nikki, here's what I don't get about the love thing. I see cheesy stuff in shows, and I roll my eyes and rant to my friends about it, 
Then I think about my ideal guy and think about stuff that is equally, if not more cheesy. I confuse myself some days. Yeah, I think we're all looking for a little bit of that cheese. I think we're all looking for a little bit of that cheese, uh, Nerdy Diva Nikki. If you watch too many shows, I feel like you get like a, you get like a false idea, you know? Like, but I, I totally get that because I learned about romance from TV and I was like, oh, and then the second I started dating, I was like, oh man, this is not good. Doing swimmingly, I see. Yes, I'm swimming along. I'm swimming. I don't know why I was about to say baby cakes. I'm swimming along, baby cakes. I don't know why I turned into a nine-year, a, a fucking, you know, 40s gangster. What's up? What's up, Kelstasaurus Rex? How How is you? There's some kisses for you. Nice to see you, dude. Nice to see you, homie. I'm just talking about my girl. Talking about the relationship thing. Here's my whole thing. Like, when is, like, when do you say, like, start saying girlfriend or boyfriend? Like, I don't, I, I've rarely been in a position like this, you know? Um, And it's it's tough because it's like, I don't know what, I don't know that I'm in that spot yet. How do, how do you know you're in that spot? I guess it'll just come out naturally or eventually, but like, I gotta, I don't know, maybe I, I don't know that it's the type of thing that I just introduce her as like a thing, you gotta talk and make it official, I guess, I guess, I mean, a lot of people now, I mean, how long is long enough, is the question, do it, haha, <laughs> his lovely lady, love the head of Brentocracy, when when is long enough, you know? Like I don't I don't think I don't think I'm in any trouble, mind you. I don't think that I'm not asking this question, but in general, this is an interesting this is some interesting topic, right? Like when is long enough that you're dating somebody uh and it it's going really really well and then you're just like boom, it's time to start saying BF and GF. When is that time? I wonder. I don't know. <laughs> Ask her, LOL. <laughs> I don't think there's any particular lay particular way love has to play out. You're right, it doesn't. I just okay, here is the here is here is why I'm so scared. I I, I here here is not scared, but uh I don't know. All I know is the first time my best friend called her BF or BF talking about being his gf one of the two it was like a month or two but it is her first relationship so i have no clue if that's average so here so okay so here's a fun story i don't know that i've ever told this on the podcast i'm i'm 16 years old um oh, i think i have told this story on the podcast no wait no i don't i don't i don't know you tell me you tell me have you ever heard this so i'm 16 i'm going to junior prom uh, junior prom is in like, I don't know, a couple weeks, couple weeks from now, junior prom is about to happen. Right. And I'm excited. And there is this girl that I want to ask, mind you, this girl is like one of my best friends in this moment, 16 year old Brent, the year's 2006. I'm sitting there and I'm like, this girl, I really like, I really, really like this girl. Uh, I had this weird, crazy dream 
about her like a few months beforehand. I, 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 like this thing develops naturally. I, this thing develops completely naturally. Oh man, the dream. So, uh, a couple months before this happens, I have this dream, um, that, that I'm sitting on a bus with her and we're having a talk, uh, and we just kiss. So I, I have this dream of us taking our friendship to a new level and becoming a relationship in the dream. And I remember in the dream, I was extremely happy and I wake up and I am so happy that it's a thing. And this is tech and this girl is now my first girlfriend. And I wake up and I'm smiling. And then I realize I look around and I'm like, Oh fuck, that was a dream. That was a dream uh, for a made up circumstance. Why are we on a bus of all things? I don't know. Why are we on a school bus going to a place it felt like I think we was like camp or something. I think I wrote this down in one of my old journals and shit. I think I have this written down, this dream that I had. But me and this girl are friends for a very long time. Um, for a few, for a couple years. What up, what up, Quills? How's it going, man? Um, me and this girl are are friends for a while. In high school, being friends with somebody for like a couple years, that's a long-ass time. It's a long-ass time. So... So it's weird. I never thought of this girl it, it as as anything. And then I have this dream, and I wake up feeling extremely happy that we're together. And then, and then, once I realize I'm awake, I, I I remember feeling extremely sad that we weren't in a relationship. And then it makes me question: Do I oh, I'm, do I have feelings for this girl? And I think about it because I'm a chronic overthinker, like everybody else living in today's world. I overthink. All of it, you know, improv has definitely helped me out with a shit ton of it, but I still overthink a lot of shit. And it was my normal mode, especially back at 16 year old Brent. So I'm like, God, do I like this girl? And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I really fucking like this girl. I really, really like this girl. Not much, man. I'm taking some time off for my mental health at the moment, playing lots of Nintendo 64. It's dope. Well, I hope that. You uh, uh, you you improve in your mental health, and I, I'm glad to hear Nintendo 64 is helping you out. It definitely helped me out a lot when I was a kid, and I fucking loved that shit. Uh, what's up, Brent? You guys have kids yet? <laughs> Kinji! No, not yet. Not yet. I think it's pretty normal for young guys to have odd feelings for a lot of girls. Hormones are mad crazy then. Yeah, I know, and I didn't, I didn't really have... Like, good, I didn't have, not good parents, I didn't really have, like, parents who would talk to me about this type of shit, and nor would I ever in a million years feel comfortable bringing this to either one of my parents, so I'm uh, I'm dealing with a lot of this by myself. Uh, my mom's not home a lot, my dad's already gone, he's, he's almost non-existent in my life, other than some phone calls here and there. Um, so, yeah, so I, you know, I... I I just develop this uh uh I just develop this this passion for this girl who is my friend and we fucking laugh a lot and she's great and we just we chill all the time like it it you know every single weekend we go over to the mall and we hang. Uh let's see. Quitting smoking weed after 12 years of daily use since going to antidepressants and nostalgias keep helping keep me distracted. Good, Quills. Good. It's a drug, dude, and it's going to be tough. You know, like, there's addiction involved and all of that, but, like, good. Good, good, good. Um, 
you know, ease into it. Ease into it one day at a time. That's it. So, can you, your mom said some freaky things I wanted to unhear your IG post. <laughs> Kenji, yeah, I know, dude. My mom is absolutely bonkers insane. Like, I wouldn't trust her with anything. I remember one time I told my mom that I liked this girl. This was back in middle school, or as we call it in Hawaii, intermediate school. And I told her, and she told her friend. And then her friend told, uh, uh, happened to know the girl's mom. So then she told the girl's mom, and then the girl knew. And I never, and after I found that out, I never trusted my mom. I didn't want to talk to my mom about anything again because to me, she had betrayed my trust. Like, to me, she could, had completely, 100% gone and gossiped about me in a secret that she didn't think would get out and yet somehow got out and I couldn't fucking believe it. Um, take care of yourself. Yes, agreed. Take care of yourself, Quills. Agree with you, Gossamer Goddess. Um... Yeah, don't lose your shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, glad to have you here. This is a positive community. Uh, let me give you, let me give you some kisses right here. That's some love. That's some loving right there, Broheim. Um, yeah, and as somebody who I myself have dealt with depression, anxiety, I know that it's, I know that it's tough, bro. So hang in there. Shit gets better, like it does. It really does. Um, I just had no dating rules and decided not to talk about the crushes to avoid another. Don't forget the no dating rule lecture again. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's and that's the whole other side of it is like strict parents and like parents who don't want their kids dating. Like there's so many things going on in like high school and so many different ways that parents are raising their kids. It always was crazy. My mom always ran this saying to me growing up, don't have girlfriend till you marry. That's, that's, I mean, that's like awful advice because it's like, how are you going to get a, how are you going to get a girlfriend if you don't know how to get a girlfriend? Like, how are you, yeah, you need a girlfriend to get married. What are you going to do? You're just going to propose to somebody random? You're just going to walk up to a random ass girl. She's hanging out at the pizza hut and you're just like, hey, <coughs> you cough a little bit because you're nervous. You go, <coughs> hey, you want to you want to marry me? Uh, <laughs> and you don't and then you don't do it the first time. So you just end up peeing your pants. And she says, "Ew, did you just pee your pants? And you say, I got to pee. And you run out the door. And the second time you come in. You come in with a pizza and <laughs> it's a pizza hut box and you <laughs> and you have it better planned out and you plan it out and you say, hey, um, something's wrong with my pizza. And inside of the pizza, right, there's a there's a ring in it <laughs> that you're going to open up the box and do it. And 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 then you say there's something wrong with my pizza. And the manager says, Okay, well, what's wrong with the pizza? And then, <laughs> and then you, you, and then you, you're like, hold on, hold on, is Karen here? Is Karen here? And the manager says, no, Karen's off. She's taking a vacation with her parents. And you're like, oh, I gotta pee. And you run out the door, and you're like, oh man, 
well, that fucked up, and I can't, I can't even go back to the pizza. So then you spend the next two weeks trying to figure out what your game plan is when Karen comes back. And so you, you come back two weeks later, and you finally you have the ring box in your hand, and you're just like, I'm desperate now. Fuck all the plans. This is the day. I am going to do it. Go in. The manager says, hey, aren't you that kid who peed himself? And you say, no. Well, yes, but I didn't. Where's Karen? And <laughs> the manager says, oh, Karen, um, Karen actually just quit the job. Her and her parents decided to move to Barcelona after being there for a little bit. They were independently wealthy, but they made her take a job at Pizza Hut so, so she could relate to common folks and, and, and not grow up entitled and so and so that's why she's she's not here anymore and she, no long no longer will she be here in fact i have no contact information that would at all be able to help you in any way if you were trying to do something with her relationship wise uh and then you go back to your mom and you go and you say why karen you go karen left mom what am i supposed to do and she says what are you talking about? I told you that when you were 12 years old so that you wouldn't you wouldn't ask me any questions about puberty. You're 38 years old now. You're a grown man. You don't have a girlfriend yet? I thought that you just I thought that maybe you were just asexual or something. I can't fucking believe you actually are going to provide me grandkids and then and then you say, "Yes. Yes, I will." I just don't know how to do it. And she says, "Uh, well, I guess that one's on mom." And then the music goes pow. <laughs> Make this a movie now. Karen! No! Karen! Meanwhile, Karen <laughs> Meanwhile, cut to Karen and she and she's in Italy and she's just like <laughs> sitting there smoking a cigarette in the rain. And her mom comes over and she says, why do you, why you look so down, honey? And she says, there was this grown man that came into the pizza hut weeks ago. He, he peed his pants, which is my fetish. And he was the first man to ever comfortably do that in front of me. Just release his bladder straight in front of me like, like some kind of fierce beast. And I... I had he had had he proposed to me with p p right in his drawers i would have said yes but now i guess i'll never know and she just <laughs> she flicks her cigarette into an oil can that explodes <laughs> killing several rats in italy um end scene and that's the the real question is is Karen hot? She of course she's hot. She's 22 and a millionaire. She's the daughter of millionaires. Of course she's hot. She's 22. She's got a great personal trainer. Karen's Karen's phenomenal. Karen relays her golden shower fetish to her mom. Her mom goes, "Karen, you shouldn't be doing that." And she says, "Really, mom? Where do you think I learned it from? You think I don't remember when I was 6 years old? I watched you and dad." I, you don't think I remember that? And she goes, honey, 
He was just, he really had to pee. He was just going in between my legs in the toilet. Also, why were you watching us from the hole in our master bathroom? And she says, what else was the hole in the master bathroom for? Mom, why would you put a, a giant child-faced size hole in the master bathroom? And, <laughs> and the mom says, oh, I, uh... I guess that one's on mom. And the music goes ba 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 Why the fuck are we Where did this go? Where did this go? Why did we do this? This went straight into the sewer. Straight into the sewer where all those rats lost their lost their families to Karen throwing a cigarette inside of the oil can that exploded and rained down little tiny shards of metal shrapnel that killed the other rats. Japaraki? Um, how did this start? I don't fucking know. Oh, it all started from <laughs> from Zen Kinji. From Kinji talking about um... <laughs> That's a good question. Anytime I go into a rant, a great question that I can never answer is where where did this all start and what is happening right now? It all started <laughs> with Kinji talking about his mom having a saying, and the saying was, uh, you can't get a girlfriend until you're married. That was what his mom always said to him, and then I went into a giant rant. Anyways... Oh my god, what the fuck was I even talking about? What was I what was I talking about before Karen and all of this stuff? Let's see. Um growing three years engaged, only six months time, just like Brent said to join a monastery. Gold, thank you. <laughs> we knew it would be gold. We didn't expect it to be a golden shower. You're still talking about love. I was talking about I was talking about I was talking about how uh, things are I don't know people and people a couple people have been like are things getting more serious with your girl and I'm like I don't know what that means nor what that looks like what does that mean when somebody says are things getting more serious with your girl what are they really asking you because I because my immediate thought is like oh we've been fucking for like a long time but like that's not I don't know that that's what people mean. I don't think at all that's what people mean. Like, what does... No, not serious equals Mary. Fuck, fuck, Kinji. Don't even... Don't put that evil on me. Don't put that evil on me. We're, we're a month and a half in. That's not... That's not even close. That's something your mom would say. <laughs> so, when, when are you going to marry the girl? <laughs> your girlfriend, hmm? Serious as in arguments in the supermarket? Have you both been to an Ikea together? That's, I think, what she's really asking, right? Is that what she, is that what people mean when they say, what the fuck do people mean when they say, are things getting more serious? Like, what does that mean? Because they, they're asking that, and it's like, how do you define that? Let's look it up, shall we? Let's look up. What the internet has to say, when someone says, are things getting serious in the relationship, what does that mean? Serious equals, like, commitment as opposed to casual dating. Well, I guess that's weirder to me because, like, when I do 
dating. I didn't know that there was such a thing as casual dating where you just go and hang out with a bunch of different people all at once. Um, Serious, not a hookup. Well, obviously, if it's been like a month, it's not just a hookup. Old people probably means Mary. What makes a relationship serious? Well, to me, a serious relationship means the two of you are in love and have been for a substantial amount of time. You've met each other's families and have considered... Okay, that's not at all. Ooh, oh, man. 20 unexpected ways to tell your new relationship is getting serious. We need to we need to take a look at this, shall we? Let's take a look at this shit. Look at this. Look how happy these two people are. Look at how much their plaid fucking matches each other. That's a happy girl. She's got hipster glasses. She's smiling real big. Um, big, big smile, big teeth on this girl. That's, that's fun. Let's see. Let's read this, shall we? Um, <laughs> serious equals you have tampons stocked in your bathroom. No, I don't. It's not like that. It's not like that though. Um, probably they mean the whole marriage kids thing, right? No, 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 no. It's only been like a month and a half. There's, there's no way that anybody means that. I was 34 when I had my son. Mom was early 20s when she had both of hers. Oh, this is going to be stuff like when you start talking about when you have kids. We'll see. I mean, it's a bustle article. I'm not too familiar with them. But, it, yeah, it's probably clickbaity, uh, completely obvious stuff. Like, uh, how to tell when you're, when you're 20 unexpected ways to tell your new relationship is getting serious. So now my goal is to see what's actually unexpected and what's not. And let's see. Okay. One, you keep stuff at their place. Uh, I guess technically I keep condoms there, but that's not <laughs> that's not unexpected at all. That's like that's like pretty fuck it. Like I don't I haven't done this yet, but we'll see. So that's a no on that. I was twenty two when my daughter was born. Dude, that's nuts to me. I'm I'm twenty nine and still feel like I'm not ready. You use each other's deodorant freely. Well, I don't really use deodorant too much. I just prefer the old soap and water method. I'm not a I'm not a big I maybe I should start using deodorant more. It's starting to get sweaty. I wear a lot of hoodies also most of the time when it's not 110 degrees like it was outside, but <clears throat> let's see. There is serious pressure from old people to have kids, dude. Maybe not for you being a guy, but I'm sure most gals hear it. You're a smart man if you're a dude may as well wait till you're 40 um dudes like i i just totally like don't give a fuck what anybody says like my mom wants me to have grandkids she keeps joking that i'm gonna do it before my sister does and i'm like well (laughs) you know tina's got a lot of fucking time if she wants to take it because i don't plan on having kids soon at all because sweat is 10 percent urine Ooh, that's a weird fact um but not if you're into the golden shower fetish karen (laughs) don't asians sweat less or is that a stereotype i don't know maybe a little bit of both i mean like like what's what do you consider a stereotype like it's i guess a stereotype to me is like asian people don't handle their liquor as well but that's, I mean, that's a stereotype, but that's also, like, a true stereotype. Like, 
I don't know that I, I don't know that the word stereotype is accurate because it's like I'm stereotyping this, but it's like, yeah, okay. But at the same time, this is like scientifically factually backed that Asian people uh, uh, have less of the enzyme that processes alcohol really well. So they get drunk faster and their face turns red, all of that shit. So that's like, is that a stereotype? Yes, it's a stereotype. It's totally a stereotype, but it's a true stereotype. I don't. I think people are getting too upset over the semantics of the word stereotype. Like, I think a lot of people just think it's a negative connotation, but I don't know. But I don't, to that fact, I don't know. I sweat a bunch. My, my dad sweats like a shit ton. Like, I don't know how he sweats so much. He is, he is like, when he goes out and plays tennis, he is fucking sweaty, man. I've met a lot of couples with kids the same age as mine where the mom was 30 and the dad was 40 when they had their firstborn. Yeah. Dude, imagine being responsible for a human being. Dude, I can't. Not yet. That's just not in my brain. Um, Look at Koreans, though. Aren't Koreans hella heavy-weighted? Um, I don't think so. I mean, no, not a lot. I don't know, but I don't really know. Have you guys seen the video clip for Queens of the Stone Age, Smooth Sailing? It's a bunch of Korean guys getting drunk and high. It's hilarious. That sounds amazing. Okay, you're not stressed about what you look like when you wake up. Uh, Well, we both kind of haven't been that way for a while, so I guess that's like, okay. That's fine. You're friends with each other's friends. We haven't really done this. I'd barely hang out with my friends as it is. So it's like, it's very rare that I'm like, Huh. Like, I'm not friends with her friends either. Like, there have been a few times where I come over and her roommate's there. But, yeah. You share a Netflix password? Nope. That's a nice unexpected one. But that's that's less that the relationship is getting serious. That's more just like, I really want free fucking Netflix, right? Is that is that really a sign? Oh, baby, I love you so much. By the way, um, <laughs> what's the password to your Netflix again? I think I have your email, but... I just, I'm like, the $8 is really killing your boy here. I'm a super lightweight drunk, so I also can't, I also can't really take meds well. Mm. That's a toughie. You're planning for the future. No, not that. Having designated sides of the bed, you have a bedtime routine, sort of, yeah. We have a, we have a, we have a sex time routine. <laughs> Number 12, your pee pee is inside her. She is letting your gross man penis inside of her inside of her lovely vagina. Number 12. <laughs> you know their favorite food and how to make it. No, fuck. I don't. That's not. You have pictures together on social media. We haven't done that. We don't do a lot of that. I'm trying to and I'm trying to like, I don't know. I'm not I don't even reveal her name on here. Their address is the default in your Seamless account. What the fuck is a Seamless account? This just feels like a shameless advertisement plug. This, this, Bustle, what kind of fucking business are you running, Bustle? Also, I want these fucking dumplings or gyoza or whatever the fuck this is. That looks amazing. I'm so hungry now. So now I'm doubly mad. Their doorman lets you up without a second thought? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Why the fuck does the person you're dating have to have a doorman? And why does that matter? Like, what the... Mm. 
this that's like a really strange that is like a very weird really strange thing to say that's like being like <laughs> it's like being like oh your bank tellers believe that you are uh the on a joint account your your bank tellers at Wells Fargo believe that you <laughs> believe that your address is the same, so they they printed the wrong checks with the wrong address on it. Like that's such a fucking specific. The doorman lets you up. Oh my god! Why did what is bustle? There's a fuck bustle. Like for real, that's kind of pretentious. That bustle just assumes that we all happen to. They're just phrasing it like we all have a doorman. If you're spending enough time at your partner's place for the doorman to recognize you, yeah, because you know we all have doormen here at Bustle. It's not serious <laughs> until they have a doorman. You know it's serious when they know where your dumb waiter is, right? Oh dang, mom, dad, get a doorman. You guys aren't serious yet. Mom, dad, are you guys getting a divorce? No, sweetie. Why? I just neither of you has a doorman. <laughs> you have good sex. All right, that number twelve. Uh, a checkaroni. Yes, we we both enjoy a lot of time together. Sleepovers don't always mean sex. Um, they don't need to, but they kind of off. They, I think there's only like one or two times when it hasn't. <clears throat> so let's see. You've had a huge fight and survived. We have not had a huge fight yet. You know each other's most embarrassing moment stories. I don't know that I I have too many. To tell but I, I i don't know so you get ready at their place i don't get ready for shit dude i put you know what my version of get ready is i put my pants on i put my shirt on put my glasses on make sure i have my fucking keys wallet and phone and then walk out the door no doormen here in redneck hell hubby and i can never be serious y'all ain't serious that's the problem with people today. All of you fucking millennial Gen Zers out here thinking you can get serious in a relationship without a doorman. Are you aware that the divorce rate's fifty percent? Divorce rate is up to fifty percent right now, and you are sitting there thinking, "Oh man, oh, I wonder why." It's obvious to all of us old schoolers. I mean, if you weren't born between 1930 to 1945, you just you're not serious. If you don't live in a place where <laughs> where there's a place for you to get a door and a man, you fucking you you, you just it's just get just, just just quit, just quit all of your dating profiles. You know how every dating profile is like, what is the name of your doorman? <laughs> This is a bustle. Bustle just lost most credibility. Let's see if in the last three here, because it's the 20 unexpected things, right? You know each other's schedules. She, I know her schedule, sort of. We are fancy as fuck. We have a house. <laughs> Maybe I can have a serious relationship if I do get accepted into the exchange program at uni. South Korea is bigger than this city I call home. There's bound to be a doorman there. Exactly. What if I have a door and then I have a man? Well, then if he's not your doorman and the guy coming can't say hello, is Kelstersaurus Rex here? Then it's not a thing. Then you just have a door and a man. A door plus man? That's not how you get a doorman. It's a lot of work that goes into it. <laughs> doorman facts. Doorman facts. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> doorman facts.
Um, you know your serious neighbors when you have the same door, man. Oh, that's just a man door. Yeah, it's just a man door. <laughs> man door? Sounds like a fucking, like a fucking city of wizards in, in fucking Skyrim. You must travel to Mandor and find the wizard, Valsheen. <laughs> you know each other's schedules. I know her schedule for the most part because she has a very basic schedule. I barely know my own fucking schedule, so she does not know it. You have nicknames for each other? Uh, We sort of do, sort of don't. Sort of do, sort of don't. That's a, I mean, that's fine. Silences are... No longer awkward. I don't like silences. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that... Yeah, there's long stretches of silences after I've laid that ass out and she's sleepy. Oh, shit, homies. That's the motherfucking comedy sequence. <laughs> so he lets himself up. <laughs> what if the dude is your doorman? Well, then things are serious. If you're fucking your doorman, holy moly, dude. You 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 might as well just get married tomorrow. That shit's going to work out. Why do you think there are so many people applying for doorman jobs and not getting them? Here in America, we have a doorman job shortage. Thanks, Obama. I can't help but think of an Ameri of American Psycho when I think of doorman. I never saw it. I'm sorry. I know. I should see it. You've deleted all your old dating apps. I haven't even done that. I keep thinking about it. I keep thinking, oh, man, I got to delete that. And then I just never fucking remember. Because it's on a certain part of my iPhone page that I never go to anyway. So it's just like it's out of sight, out of mind. I don't I haven't checked it in like a month and a half, I think. Ever since we started going out, I've, I've stopped checking it. Oh, man, you really did not do a good job with this bustle. I mean, I know. I re I mean, I know, right? I know bustle that you, you're trying to go for, like, the clickbaity thing, trying to get all of the millennials with all of our plaid shirts that match each other, right? I get it. But it's like, I don't know. You haven't seen American Psycho? Feed me a stray cat. Feed me a stray cat and call me Sally. You haven't seen... <laughs> I don't know why that was a thing. Um, what does a serious relationship mean? Guys reveal what it means. Let's see what other guys say. Also, nice, chill, millennial couple here. Guy with his nice, curly, long hair. and his looking, Yeah, cool. Okay. Good stock photo. Oh, don't bother talking to, the guy, to that guy. He's in a serious relationship. I'm not married, but I'm in a serious relationship. I feel like I'm the only single one, and all my friends are in serious relationships. We throw the term serious relationship around all the time, but what the fuck does it even mean? If you tried to search for serious relationship meaning in Google, what would it say? Well, Elite Daily, this is the fucking article that comes up when I type that in. What? Well, to me, a serious relationship means the two of you are in love and have been for a substantial amount of time. You've met each other's families, blah, blah, blah. I also happen to be an avid watcher of romantic comedies and someone who happens to be in love for the first time at 24 years old. So my point of view might be a little skewed towards the optimistic side. I think that that's, can I just say from an article writing stand, standpoint, that is a brilliant thing to say. Because now it's like, bang, it's right here. 
Does she watch your stream? Yes, but I'm not afraid to talk about this. I'm not afraid to talk about it knowing that she's here. I, I talk about everything like she is not. Because that'll help bring the subject up. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Um, It's really schlocky. I don't know how my parents would react if they saw it on Netflix history. I get it, dude. Um, Some date years and never marry. Some, some a very short time and marry quickly. Yep. If you're into transgressive literature, I have not really done a lot of Chuck Palahniuk stuff, so I don't know. My point of view might be a little skewed toward the optimistic side. Well, a recent Reddit thread asked men to describe what they believe to be a serious relationship. I love what she did here, though, because she says, uh, she she says that her she basically says what's what should be implied by every article, but but it's good to to come right out and say it is that, hey, I'm 24. I'm in my first, you know, I'm I'm here, and I'm, this is just my opinion. This is just my perspective, which I like. Uh, it doesn't matter what other people think. Yeah, because that'll help bring the subject up. Yeah, she watches the stream. Read on below and find out exactly what men think constitutes a serious relationship. Spoiler, most of them were on the same page. Serious relationship means your relationship is going somewhere. Basically, that it's building to something, some sort of long-term thing. You think of yourself as part of a unit with your partner, not as a free agent on their own, and you act accordingly. Oh, so you feel like you're on the same team. Well, that's cool. Both of you are committed to making your relationship last. People involved in it are committed to its health and continued success and work to keep it going. Okay, the something you're working toward is probably marriage. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a thing, but I mean, that's real early. It's real early to be talking. Any relationship where marriage is an option? Yeah, okay. That's that's a serious relationship. That's like a very serious relationship. For me, it means a long-term commitment. Yeah, you could see the both of you building a future together. Sure. You're in it for the long haul. It's no joke. A relationship you shouldn't make jokes about? Who the fuck are you, Johnny Opinion? <laughs> Great name. Because I can't get mad at you because your name is Johnny Opinion. Yeah, you can't joke. Any serious relationship, you can't you can't joke. Don't joke about it. Don't make ha-has about something serious, brah. You know what I'm saying, dude? No more ha-has over this very serious thing, which is a serious relationship. I'm a grown man. I don't like jokes. Somebody says ha-ha-ha, I say na-na-na. Don't make jokes about the relationship. That's fucking... I, to me, that's dumb. I don't know. Joke about whatever the fuck you want. You both wanted to continue moving forward. Oh, that's... I mean, that's just a fucking relationship. I don't... And then, out of left field, there's this guy. There's this guy. This comment was deleted. Oh. I wanted to see it. Was it just a dick pic? Hmm, I wonder what happened in this guy's last relationship. I'm just going to take a wild guess and say maybe, just maybe, his partner was a gold digger. Who knows? So I guess to sum it all up, most people agree that a serious relationship really just means that you and your partner really love each other and are working towards some sort of future together. Yeah. It's more serious. I mean, I mean, I guess, I guess that's, that's the, that's the breakdown, right? Is like, it, it's... It just means something different to everybody. It just threw me off because someone was just like, is it getting serious? And I was like, 
What does that mean? And then I thought, oh, fuck. Is there, like, some shorthand that I don't know? Like, it's first base, like, first base and second base and third base. Which, by the way, I still have no idea what those fucking terms mean. <clears throat> in terms of, like, locker room talk. Like, nobody ever said that in real life. That shit was just movie talk. You get to first base, bro? Nobody said that. Who the fuck watches baseball? <laughs> Johnny Opinion? Huh? What is first base, second base, third base? Let's look that up, shall we? What is first base in dating? Let's do that. I still think it means do I need to learn this person's name? People are getting married less now, so I feel like married isn't necessarily the goal now. It doesn't need to be. And you do need to laugh at yourself, Nerdy Diva Nikki. The bases are the places Catholics touch. <laughs> the four bases in a relationship. Here we go. Somebody drew a thing. Let's see. <clears throat> what in the fuck? That's not it. Bases of dating. Let's see. Okay. The four bases in a relationship, like in baseball, where the partners try to get home. First base is equivalent to French kissing, not just kissing. So tongue kissing, first base, baby. <clears throat> first base. Second base is touching of private extremities and or appendages, a.k.a. boob touch. Ooh, second base. Is this the same bases, by the way? Let me know. Let me know. What do you all think? Third base is oral sex. Third base, yeah. And this... This makes sense to me. And a home run or four bases is full-on, big-time sex. Thanks, Urban Dictionary. I really I really needed to know that. Oh, I really needed to know that. I was so, so, so fucking... I was so, I was so oblivious before. Now I'm not. No, I'm not. I don't think of... I don't think oral sex. I just thought third base was like hard hand stuff. Yeah. I guess hand stuff though is second base. Fourth base for a lesbian is getting a cat. <laughs> oh my god. That's like that sounds like a fucking Bill Burr joke. That's great. Alright, everybody. Um I'm reach I'm coming up on an hour. I gotta head up on out of here. Go get some stuff done. I, oh my God. You know what I realized? I just realized just now. I never fucking finished the story about this girl. I never finished the story, never got to the point. So let me bring it back. I'm glad I did this because I listen to my podcast every once in a while. And my one critique of myself, if I had one, was that sometimes I will go on a train of thought get distracted by something and never return back to that train of thought so here is my junior prom story jesus i'm sorry everybody thanks for following me on this journey but sorry to anybody who was listening like why the fuck i wanted to know what happened with him and this girl so oh this, this is a beautiful this is beautiful how it it all interconnects so i'm so concerned about this because junior prom <laughs> the tangents was fun good i'm glad my whole karen tangent that shit was fire dude that was like like nerdy demon nicky make sure to clip that please make sure to clip that whole thing because that was just fun 
Um, anyways, so I figure out that I really like this girl. I think I love this girl, in fact, because it's been long enough, and I, and I truly do. I love this girl as a friend, um, and now I'm starting to realize I love her uh, as more than a friend. So we keep going. Finally, it comes to, like, a week before junior prom, and everybody knows. I'm telling, like, a ton of people. Uh, this is like Pulp Fiction. You get the joke at the very end. It's exactly right. I start off with a, this is a great, it's a, it's, it's just a good, it's just a good fucking setup. Anyways, um, so I'm, I'm, so we go to the mall as we always do and, um, all my friends say they want to go see this movie and, uh, it's a scary movie. I can't remember what it was. It's 2006, so whatever scary movie was playing at that time, the first uh, Conjuring movie or whatever, sure, let's go with that. The first Conjuring movie. And she's like, I don't like scary movies. I don't want to go watch it. And I say, like, okay, cool. Uh, our other friend, and here's how much of a good friend my buddy Ross was, is that he never liked going to see movies. He... He hated spending money on movies. He absolutely hated it. He loved conserving his money and like and and like not spending money on a lot of different things. So he would conserve his money and he would never go see a movie. But he knew that this was time that I could spend with uh, this girl alone. So my buddy Ross says, I'll, I'll go see this movie. And I can't remember if he was the one or if it was me, but he was like, but somebody along the line, one of my friends was like, was like, okay, well, we don't want to go see it and, and leave her by herself not seeing the movie. So then I say, I'll stay out of it and see the movie. I don't really like scary movies that much either. At that time, I did not like scary movies that much. They've grown on me a lot since then. But uh, yes, so I, I say, I don't want to see the scary movie either. So we go. We're chilling this McDonald's because we're broke. We're 16. We don't have a lot of money. And they have free refills. And dollar drinks. So we go. We sit in there. And, um, man, I'm just so nervous because I'm... I'm talking to her and we're we're going and and I'm just like okay, I'm going to ask her to the prom. So I ask her to the prom, and uh, she says yes. Well, I'm feeling good, feeling lucky, and I say I have feelings for you. I have feelings deeper than oh man, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling. It. Thirteen years later, I'm I'm still feeling it. And so I say something along the lines of like, hey, um, I, st I, I wanted to ask you to prom. Um, and since you said yes, I, I do want to let you know I have I have feelings for you as more than friends. Would you like to be my girlfriend? Uh, I come, I just come out straight. I'm sure I was, I'm a lot more nervous. I'm sure I'm like, Hey, um, you, I, you, you know, you said yes to that. So I'm hoping you say yes to this. Like, I'm sure I was just like, like the most cringy 16 year old that you can fucking imagine trying to do this. <clears throat> but I ask her to be my girlfriend. She says, yes, she says, yes. 
So I'm like, yeah, in this McDonald's of all places, I get my first girlfriend hanging out in a McDonald's while all of our other friends are in the movie. Um, it might have been Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It might have been Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But check 2005 as well. Check 2005 because it might have been 2005. I bet you were suave as fuck. No way, bro. No way. Not suave at all, dude. 16-year-old Brent, not a suave dude. So <clears throat> I go... <laughs> So, and this is just the part of the story. So we go on one date to a bowling alley, do this whole thing. I, I'm so cringy, dude. I'm so fucking cringy. I buy a fucking, I buy a dice. I buy two dice and I give her one and I say, and I tell her the story about how I had this dream of her. I tell her the story, the, the, this story about how I dreamed that she would be my uh, that she she had said yes to me and she would be my girlfriend in the dream. And I bought these dice so that tomorrow morning I can wake up and see the dice and realize that it, that uh, as much as 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 wonderful as this seems too good to be true that it's actually happening. So I, and I gave her one of these dice and I took the die and I took my dice and um I would that I was that's so fucking cheesy and all like I'm so cringy like thinking about because I was like well that's the that's the movie going back to the thing my like my brain was like oh this is what would happen in a movie this is what I'm gonna say I told her the whole story about how I fucking did all that stuff anyways junior prom night comes week later I dreamt about you yeah I know junior prom night comes week later um. And there we are. She's looking gorgeous. I'm in a fucking rented tux or whatever. It just, I, I'm I'm a large. I'm just a overweight Asian dude with great hair, <laughs> phenomenal hair. Not much else going. Um, that worked out fine in the end. By the way, not to ruin the movie, but um, oh, I think it might have been Saw too. I think it might have been Saw 2. I felt like it was a Saw movie, but it, yeah, I think it might have been Saw 2. Anyways, get out of my dreams and into my car. So I I fucking, so we're, there we are. We're slow dancing. And I'm like, oh my God, dude. I'm standing here and I this thought hits me. This thought hits me. Cause I'm, we're dancing slowly. I don't know what the what the fuck I'm doing. She's, she's not a great dancer either, and we're just like fucking doing our thing. And I'm just making jokes about it because I I'm fucking you know I'm like I don't know where to put my hands. I'm like oh man, this is uh, this is strange. And I'm just talking I'm just talking out loud just to try to ease my nerves. Anyways, and it hits me in this moment. I'm like this is the happiest moment I've ever had. I'm like this is the this is. A girl that I've met that I'm finally getting this happy ending with. This is magnificent. This slow dance song, it was You and Me by Lifehouse. And we were just slow dancing. And I was like, I if I died right now, this would be the happiest moment of my entire life. And I didn't say that out loud. But what I did say out loud was I looked her in the eyes and I said, I love you. 
I love you. Um, and uh, we kept dancing. She puts her head in my shoulder. I hold her a little closer. And then I start feeling like something wet on my shoulder. And I'm like, I maybe I'm imagining this. Maybe it's part of her makeup's rubbing off on me. Song ends. Um, and she she gets off away from me. Uh, and there are tears in her eyes. And she says, uh, I gotta go. And she fucking runs. She, like, dashes off. She just completely dashes off. So then I go. Uh, and I'm like, I, I, well, first I stand there like a fucking idiot. Um, I look around and a few people are, are looking at me like, what the fuck did he do to her? <laughs> like, what the fuck just happened? So I look around. That's the first thing I notice. And then I say to myself, oh, fuck, I got to go chase after her. So I go, I go off, I walk around and I'm, I'm like, okay. I'm like, have you seen her? And she fucking... And one of my friends is like, one of my friends is like, yeah, she just ran into the bathroom crying. She just ran into the bathroom cor- crying. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I, like, what did you do? So then I say, I tell them, I don't know. I was just, we were slow dancing and I was feeling really amazing and it was really epic and really awesome. And, uh, and, and, you know. In the middle of the song, I just felt so good. I, I said, I love you. And they and my and the girl that I told, I still remember her name was Rachel, goes, No. How long have you been dating? I'm like, a week. She's like, No, it's too soon. And I'm like, Oh fuck. I'm like, what? So then I go over to the bathroom and one of the and another girl's coming out and she's like Hey, she's crying in the bathroom, dude. What happened? And I tell her the exact same thing. And she goes, oh, my God. You said I love you? How long have you been dating? And I'm like, like a week. (laughs) She's like, that's too soon, man. (laughs) That's way too soon. And so then I'm just standing outside of the girl's bathroom looking like a fucking idiot. And one of the chaperones, one of my teachers, my my biology teacher comes over and he's like, hey, man, because I'm like on the verge of tears and I'm just sad. And he's like, what's going on, buddy? And I'm like, she's in the she's in the bathroom crying and I can't I, I want to talk to her, but it's like I I can't talk to her. And he's like, what happened? And so I tell him what happened and he goes, Oh, dude, too soon. How long have you been going out? And I say, a week. And he's like, oh, dude, way too soon, buddy. Oh. And he puts his hand on my shoulder and he goes, tough break, buddy. Oh, I'm sorry, man. And I'm just like, oh, my God. It was like this weird moment where everybody understood something that I fucking didn't. And I could not fucking believe it. I just could not fucking believe that this had happened. She came out. She said, I'm sorry. I knew that you felt strongly about me. I did not feel as strongly about you. But I I knew how much you wanted this, so I wanted to go along with it. But when you said I love you, 
it really it really just put it all into perspective and i felt like i couldn't lie anymore and i was like oh fuck and i was heartbroken i like i was just sick man i was sick i slept the whole the whole next it was friday night so the whole next weekend it was friday or saturday night but the whole rest of the weekend i just slept i stayed in bed and was like i am sick I am sorry. I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm sleeping. I am sick. I didn't eat a fucking thing. Oh, man. That was a rough one. But that was the my first love story, my first love moment. And uh, I still hang out with that girl, actually. She is awesome. I've hung out a bunch. Um, you didn't... <laughs> you told him you weren't holding hands when you dance in sixth grade? That's fine, dude. He doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve all of this. He can't do it. I had something like that happen to me once. I was really getting close to a girl. I met her party, and suddenly she freaked out and shut herself in a bedroom. And her friends told me it was like the one year ooh, one year anniversary since her boyfriend died. That was, that's tough, dude. Ooh, that's tough. Yeah, and I had to realize at that moment, like, one that love comes in different flavors. And that I had to realize that she didn't love me as a, you know, like I'm I'm saying it like I just did it. But it took me, man, it took me years to get past that. It took me years to fucking get past that and finally come to the realization that it was like, oh, it wasn't me. It was just her. She didn't feel that way. That's fine. Like, that's totally fine. You're not. No one's going to be right for everybody. Just because I felt like it was great didn't mean that. <sighs> Anyways, uh, also found out his older brother basically bet him $50 to ask me to that dance. His older brother hated me and my family. I don't know why. Man, people people are dumb sometimes. So that's it. So, yeah. So, that's why I'm a little apprehensive to jumping in too soon to the L word and all of that stuff. It's just like, you know, <laughs> that's the story. What a fucking, what a fucking story, right? I think I still I still have that dice. Hold on. Hold on. This is the dice. This is the fucking dice that I bought at the bowling alley. 13 years ago, this dice is 13 years old that I got out of a quarter machine that you fucking get the bubble out of. Man. I remember I would stare at this fucking dice, heartbroken for so long. And now I look at this dice and I just cringe at how cringy I was at a teenager. Brings, But I also smile because I'm like, that was those were good moments. Those were that was some good fucking shit. This is the dice, y'all. What a weird fucking crazy story. Anyways, I got to go. I am uh, I'm heading out, everybody. I hope you enjoyed my stories. I hope you enjoyed my tangents today. hope you enjoyed all of the goofy-ass shit. Uh, I got to go. I'm a little bit late, but I got to head out to a job I hope that you found some value out of this podcast. I hope that I made you laugh or smile or think about something or cringe at my own cringiness. Maybe I just took your mind off for the day. 
Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast and you are listening right now on the podcast apps, then please go ahead and give me a subscribe. Go ahead and, and leave a rating. That would mean so, 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 so fucking much to me. Um, and if you are here on Twitch, right, and you are like, how can I, what do I do, right, then I would love for you to, oh, I didn't even, fuck, I didn't set my bot up. What a weird time to remember to set my bot up. I would love for you to subscribe to me on, uh, not subscribe to me, to join me on Discord. Be a part of the uh, Brent Mukai family, uh, the League of Extraordinary Brentlemen, rather, and uh, join my Discord, which is here, coming up, coming up, coming up. Let's see. There we go. Nope. There we go. Join the Discord family. Be a part of the community. I'm trying to spout out positivity, fun vibes, and just honest to God truth. Like, that's it, everybody. Nothing sneaky. Nothing other than just pure, sheer joy. Thanks, Bot Mukai. Love you, bro. Love you, my, my robot son. Have a good night, everybody. Feel free to join the Discord if you would like and uh, subscribe and 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 rate the podcast. That helps me out a shit ton. So love you all. Have a happy rest of your Wednesday. I am definitely late to my gig, but I don't give a fuck. They'll be fine. All right. Bye.